We're back for another weekly short from Grow the Bench. I'm Leslie Boomer with here with Phil Harwood today. Hello. Hello. We are going to be talking about something, kind of an age-old pro- problem for employers. Mm-hmm. People who just can't seem to get to work on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, Phil, you have some interesting perspectives and ideas. So let's let's chat. Well, you know... There's there's people of my generation who <laughs> kind of grew up with the on time is early, you know, early is on time, on time is late uh-huh. philosophy, if you can say that right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I always want to be early. Mm-hmm. There's value in being early. You get some extra little alone time with whoever you're trying to meet with, or if it's you know showing up to work getting there a few minutes early, getting yourself ready, you're just less stressful. It's just a better environment all the way around. Always, I always like to be early. Sure. Okay. And you know, you've seen the funny commercials about the guy three hours early at the airport and ha ha ha, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wearing his khaki pants. Tell, tell me that is not you. <laughs> it is not me. I'm not okay. that extreme. <laughs> but you know, if, if, you know, we're thinking about, you know, the blog I wrote is within the context of showing up to work. Sure. You know, I've always wanted to be early to work, you know, because I've always been in management. I always want to be prepared. I don't want to be walking at the last second mm-hmm. unprepared. I, that's going to blow up my whole day. I, if I'm going to have a good day every day, I need to be ready for the day. Hey, I, I learned the term on time is late from mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. But but the problem is, you know, not everyone shares that philosophy. Mm-hmm. And there are people who just can't seem to get to work on time. And the problem is we need everyone we have. So if we have an employee who's continually showing up late, it's a real conundrum for management because sure. we need everyone. But we can't tolerate this sometimes. Sometimes we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's- And so, yeah. That's the question you're really asking. Right. That's the question is, what do we do about this? Yeah. We have, you know, we have someone who just can't get to work on time and we need to deal with this. And so, you know, the way I'm approaching this in the blog is to really start out with saying, okay, there's obviously we have to deal with this, but we have to be thoughtful because we need everybody we have. <laughs> and so um, the first thing I would think of the first question I would ask myself as an employer is, does this person require a fixed start time? Yeah. Because we, some people don't. We don't all. Not I mean, everyone does. For sure. Some people do. A lot of people do. You know, if you work in a on an assembly line in a factory, well, you probably need to be there at a certain time. Right. Okay, because the line's moving. If you're in a landscape crew, you really right. need to be there on time. Yeah. I mean, there are certain positions that require start times. But for many, many, many jobs, it's really not all that consequential when someone rolls into the and 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 honestly, you know, we should be measuring output anyway. We should just be measuring results. Sure. Okay. So, for example, you know, if I'm a salesperson, judge me on what I sell. Judge me on how happy my customers are. Judge me on profit margin on the work that I've sold. Don't don't monitor my actions. Don't don't monitor when I get out of bed and when I show up to work. Who cares? Nobody cares. 
Well, okay, so what if? (laughs) (laughs) What if you have somebody who is working with that salesperson that does care? What do you do with that? I think you, you have to create an environment that's focused on results uh-huh. and output and production. So this has to be part of the culture. Yes. has to be part of the job descriptions. has to be part of the onboarding. It has to be clear from the get-go. And, of course, you know, at some point, you're going to have to make that change midstream, and you're going to have to say, this is the new normal. And then you're going to have a time period where it's awkward because people aren't used to that. Yeah. So it's going to be messy for a while, but this is a better approach. Yeah. Way better approach for running a business. For sure. And if you can operate with some transparency that communicates this well, you know, not everybody has to be under the same exact set of frameworks for their position. Correct. Let's understand I mean, as grown-ups that everybody does a different job and there are different expectations attached to each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are, there are employers who have taken this even beyond just show up time, but to work hours, work days, you know, how many days a month do you work? And yeah. how many, you know, what kind of time off do you have? Like, good point. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about show up time. Um, so let's say, you know, we do need to have someone to show up at a certain time. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it's a critical part of it. And so we're really trying to figure out how to get this person on board. Well, from my perspective, it starts with a soft approach. Okay. And like it has it. to be consistent. Mm-hmm. We have to be and and I see, this is the problem I see in a lot of companies. There's not consistency. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have consistency across the board, you're really not in a good position to, to lay down the, the law for a particular person. Especially if the if you're letting people off the hook who are more senior, mm-hmm. including yourself, mm-hmm. if you're the owner. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, you know, you kind of have to live by example here. But we have to be consistent. If we're not being consistent, we're in no place to take the next step. Yeah. But if we I, are consistent... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and consistency can look like individual people being treated differently as long as you're mm-hmm. consistently held to a standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if then, then, then we have to have a soft approach. So starting with that soft approach, mm-hmm. having a conversation, why, why we're, help me understand why do, do you understand what time start time is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Help me understand why you weren't here when you were supposed to be here. Yeah. Do you understand what the implication is? Do you care? Do you have any inclination that you're going to change this? Mm -hmm. Have that conversation. Have a real conversation about this. Absolutely. I mean, those may sound like flip questions, but I think they're pretty legitimate. Somebody really may not have any clue how their tardiness impacts other people on the crew. Did you? Yeah, for sure. And and you know what? in my experience, most managers never have this conversation. Mm-hmm. They ignore it because they're afraid, or they, um, you know, check a box. Oh, you were late again. Check the box. You're late. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know, there's just there's some thing that happens, but it's very minor. It's a slap on the wrist. There's never a serious conversation about this. Well, so yeah. have that. Have that serious conversation. Then that sets you up for the rest of this. Okay. Because. 
if it, if it continues, now you have a more serious conversation. Because you've already had a pretty legitimate conversation about this, and they're reneging on what they promised you. Ah. So now you really got them in the box. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you can really go deeper. And, and, then, and then from there, you can read the blog, but th- then it just escalates into progressive discipline. Yeah. Which, but you've laid the foundation. You know, the, these kind of disciplinary steps are never pleasant for kind of anybody. But without them, you, you really just have a problem that you can't solve. Yeah, and you know what? In today's world, you know, I think just just because of you know um, the the way families are, the way our schools are, the way our institutions have have kind of been crumbling around us. Like mm-hmm. there, there's so many people are are entering the workforce without structure and without mm-hmm. ever being held to some standard, or they've always been let off the hook. And so this is a new world for them. Yeah. Where they actually have to show up, you know, five days in a row at on time. Yeah. That that's like, you know, a mountain to climb. But 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 that should be part of the conversation because if you can work with that person and help them understand that you are not gonna be successful in life unless you're a salesperson, nobody cares what time you work. <laughs> um <laughs> if True. you can't be on time, if you can't show up. Like, you know, what's the, what's the meme, you know, half of, half of success is showing up or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like you got to show up. Yeah. And I think uh, to your point about the questions about not, you know, coming at this, like bludgeoning someone, those questions can at times unearth a really big problem. And from Mm -hmm. a human resources standpoint, as a manager, an owner, somebody that's, you know, hoping to help people be at their best. If you're uncovering the fact that this person has a situation at home that they're just having trouble managing, maybe you can help them mm-hmm. to do that. And then both of you get your problem solved. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully this blog post is insightful and will inspire managers to kind of think about taking a different approach with this. For sure. Well, Phil... I love it. You know, I, I've always had had a kind of a human resources head on my shoulders, and I love mm-hmm. to see opportunities for um, organizations um, to think about how they can help their employees do better, um, be better, and long term stay uh, stay the course. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more in the in the blog. We've we've touched on the first couple kind of bullet points. I'm going to encourage everybody to read yes. the blog. And then if you have any questions, you know where to find Phil at phil at growthebench.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Grow the Bench's Weekly Short, and we will talk to you again this time next week. Have a great week.